so I just finished Black Friday shopping like just now, like I just got home not that long ago. <laughs> um, so I'm exhausted. How are you guys? Still recovering uh, from that Thanksgiving dinner? My kid woke up at 3 a.m., so also exhausted. Different reason. That's a better uh, reason. <laughs> uh, no, my, no my, my wife was Black Friday shopping, like, but I guess like cyber Black Friday shopping. Still spent plenty of money. No need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Doing your part as an American. Yeah. Spending the big buku bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah they don't really do black friday in australia do they mc uh they it they kind of do it happens uh now more but yeah uh it's not because of um thanksgiving oh you guys don't celebrate the pilgrims and native americans no getting to have real good fun time (laughs) wait a second wait wait what the rest of the world doesn't follow our shit over here what I am, I am appalled. (laughs) Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Hey, welcome back to, uh, what show is this again? Uh, our show or the show we're watching? No, yeah. the, what, what podcast is this? I have no idea why I'm here. <laughs> uh, hello, welcome to Too Young for This Trek. I'm Tyler and Eric is suffering from dementia. Um, <laughs> uh, MC Private is also capitalism. here. And uh, oh. today we, we've got a guest because... Uh, there's another full moon it's the damnedest thing uh and troy's not here uh today we've got our friend zach i'm your friend tyler yeah uh, oh, it's, it, i i guess it's official you did you did friend me on on discord now you can now <laughs> officially did. say that it yes. took long enough uh, i i sent you a request this morning and then you just like accepted it like two hours ago <laughs> I, I uh, for someone who's on Discord as much as I am, I can't believe I missed that all day. I I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, I would say it, it's Zach from and then like list a podcast. But you're kind of just like Zach from the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As my friend Mike says, uh, I'm I'm Zach from Twitter. If you hashtag podcast, I'm there. Uh, <laughs> you, you just throw a rock at Twitter, and I'm there. Um, yeah. I'm I'm originally from the neat cast with Jeremy, Mike, and Mark, and I I knew Jer and Mike from World of Warcraft many years ago. And when they started the podcast, they have had different rotating guests, and that's where I appear the most. Until Eric wrote me wrote me into Podcasters Assemble, and now I now I can't escape. I'm stuck in this quicksand <laughs> with them. It's fun. Yeah. Well, at least we're not dying alone you know we got each other we're, we're in we're that slowly, same sinking boat we're we're slowly cuddling and drowning together it's a weird <laughs> feeling i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah i i feel like um podcasters assemble it makes me think of like uh like katamari you know you know the game it's like we're just like slowly rolling up everyone into it yeah yeah okay oh that one yes. yeah okay <laughs> yep. it took me a second that's pretty much it yeah 
Yeah, the more people we get involved, the less we have to do. It's great. It's like a, it's <laughs> yeah. like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> but no one's like making money. Uh, not yet. Oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, today we're talking about Star Trek Discovery, Season 4, Episode 2, Anomaly. Dun, dun, right. dun. And uh, before we talk too much about it, I just wanted to see, like, this is the first time Zach's been on, so, like, I wanted to see what's, like, your connection to Star Trek. Oh, God. Uh, I, when I was growing up, we didn't have many TV channels. We had, like, three mm. or four. It was a couple PBSs and an ABC mm. and a back fuzzy in the NBC. 50s. Yeah, <laughs> back, back in the day. Um, but my dad was big into Next Generation, so that was my mm. Star Trek growing up. And then we could watch DS9 when that was on. So really, it was TNG and DS9. And from there, I branched off, went back and watched all the movies, eventually got into Voyager. I was able to go back through the TOS when those were remastered and being syndicated because mm. they, they were tough to find at the VHS store. Kids, yeah. VHS is a giant cassette we used to have. <laughs> it was great. Um, I don't I, think there's uh, that for... many kids watching Star Trek Discovery, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Probably not. It's all of us that grew up on, on Trek at some point. Um, mm. To gauge my Trekkiness, uh, uh, when you guys talk about how much you've seen, I've seen... All of Star Trek except for Prodigy. I just I haven't found time to start it, and I think select, that's all of us. Um, select animated uh, seasons. Uh, I've seen a few of the episodes, but I haven't sat down to watch the entire animated seasons of TOS. But all the other movies, the the, the re- reboot Kelvin Universe, I've seen mm. those. Read a lot yeah. of comics. Um, so the comics I, are great. The IDW yeah. comics, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get a few of them, uh, paperback volumes uh, with a bunch of them together. Um, it's great. I love it. I, I, I'm more of a Trekkie than a than a Star Wars kid. I I love both of them, but I was first a Trekkie. Mm, yeah. Cool. So, how are you feeling about uh, Discovery so far? Media in general, or are we asking the group? Yeah, in general. Just, I'm asking you specifically because oh. I've got a good gauge for how everyone else is feeling. Let me see. Eric loves it. MC is like here for the ride. Troy refuses to watch it. Let's let's emphasize. Um, Eric loves Discovery's nacelles, and they just happen to be on a show <laughs> called Discovery. He's not That's wrong. What he loved. <laughs> Um, right behind me, Eric, I got some nacelles. Do those do it for you? Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I have I'm a shirt sit- just like that. That's the blueprints. My wife got that for me because she knows how much of a geek I am. Uh, I, awesome. I really like Discovery. It. I wasn't sure where it was going to go. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Enterprise when that came out. I, mm. I did get into it, and I, I finally finished it. I wasn't sure about Discovery, and I was worried it was going to kind of fall in that hole. How do you cram? How do you shoehorn this in? And I think overall they've done a good job. My one critique of it, and this is just me because of, again, growing up with TNG and DS9, I wish it was more episodic. And the overarching, we got to save the universe, we've done a few times. And granted, it's been different every time. (laughs) I just wish we had some good, uh, I think you called them bottle episodes, Eric. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> I wish I wish we had some of that. We DS9 was was the king it. of overarching threat but yet bottle, bottle episodes for an entire season. It was really good at that. Totally. Yeah, I would I, I would totally agree with you on that, especially with like this episode in particular. It just felt like 
I don't know. I just wanted something else. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, the first season, the one of the best episodes of the first season of Discovery was a bottle episode, and yeah, maybe the, the only bottle episode they've done. Um, yeah, that one that Eric said, the one with mud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. I'm, I think they're they're going to bring him back at some point. I think it's bound to happen. Rain Wilson. Yeah, he's got all those little robots. Like he could, they could just be everywhere. Yeah, like they built in a reason for him to come back. Yeah, Mud's like the herpes of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a direction I had never thought of it, but now I have a whole different view on Mud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I have to agree. Like, I I probably wouldn't mind it not being episodic if I liked the story they were telling. But the whole just mm. every everything's on fire everywhere at the same time is just kind of boring. Um, you can almost you can never get a foothold where you feel like you've actually accomplished something and enjoy the moment mm -hmm. um, and I understand the entire drive to push the plot forward that way with oh there's something that always needs to happen sure you can still have a great episode and not have ultimately high stakes where planets are being destroyed and yeah. and races are being wiped out yeah you, you don't need that you can you can do that and they can be great episodes and they have done great episodes but i i would kill for just a a bottle episode just for a, just for the the monster of the week just to yes. enjoy it mm -hmm. i would love one of those at some point and maybe they'll be able to get into it and breathe so far you haven't been able to breathe it's chaos 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 yeah we, pretty we much got... for, for a couple seasons yeah, first season Klingon War, uh, second season I, I there was an angel, red angel, something. Uh, there was space, space Skynet. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's that what was, what it was. Yeah, the evil yeah. AI. Yeah. It's like yeah. proto Borg or something. Uh, mm -hmm. Third season they're out of gas, uh, <laughs> and, and we don't <laughs> and we don't have trip we don't have AAA. They no, ain't coming. No. <laughs> uh, they're long. Yeah, dead. you're you're in a bad neighborhood. Um, <laughs> Yep, and and then fourth season, it's just there's a thing we don't know what it is, where it is, but it's it's destroying things, and yeah, <laughs> which that happens so often in Star Trek, doesn't it? Like, I'm glad that this is a little bit unique because it's the whole gravity and anomaly thing, but I'm kind of wondering where this is going. Like, they they haven't really given us much to go off of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it is only episode two, so they're gonna yeah. and they did the same thing with the Red Angel, and when that was happening during season two, they were leaving little breadcrumbs, and I did enjoy the the mystery of it mm -hmm. as we were going through season two and even season three to a point. Uh, but we're we're with this, maybe it'll pan out and I'll start to enjoy it more. But I'm I'm waiting for it to really grip me. I don't hate it. I am enjoying it. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Right now, the highlight for me is the fact that there's triples in Starfleet, and I firmly believe that. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. There's a damn triple in Starfleet, and I am so happy. Yeah. He's just got, I, like, a com badge. It's probably it just, a captain. It's, <laughs> 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 oh, what if it's an admiral? He, he could be one. That triple could be one of two admirals that are not badmirals. <laughs> mm, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, where where do we want to start in this episode? I start at the end. It'll piss MC off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how it ends. Oh, I I can no, I, I remember do. exactly how it ends, but I'm not I'm not going to start that road. <laughs> okay, <laughs> MC start us at the beginning. Then sad book. Uh, 
right at the beginning, uh, Saru's back. That's right. Immediately. Yeah. He's that made me happy because, like, Saru, I was I was worried they were going to write Saru off last season, and clearly that's not the case. You know, he's he's right there back on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, he becomes uh the number one, uh, Burnham's number one apparently. Yeah, but but they left like a little bit in there so that they can write him off whenever they want because he's also he's got a he he got an offer to be a captain on another ship. So that's right. Yeah, you said he's not going to take it right now. It's not his time yeah but and he's offering his services to michael if she'll if she'll have him which she of course says yes please yeah. do yeah i mean he'd be an awesome number one you know if i was captain i'd like saru by my side i think i like i also liked a little nod that they're now calling him mr saru yeah mm-hmm. yeah i like that 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 I that's liked. a good touch mm-hmm. yeah and I, I like the part where uh tilly and him are talking and she's like did did you get taller but it's just a swagger and how good does he look in that red uniform snazzy yeah i really love those new uniforms oh you do don't you do you not Uh, like them i kind of miss the blue i I don't dislike them i think i'm just tired of episode of of uniforms changing every other episode i'm tired of that (laughs) too but i'd I'd like these (laughs) i prefer these i like the blue ones but i like these because it is more reminiscent of tng and i can tell what field you are in on the ship i know if you're engineering and i know if you're command and i know if you're science when when it was the original ones I had, I just, my eyesight wasn't good enough. Everybody's in science. Everybody's wearing blue. Perfect. <laughs> well, the lighting on the original, the, in the first season, the lighting's like really dim too, so that doesn't help. But there's a reason why they, ah, uh, that's right. From from that fella guy from that other place with a goatee, but he didn't yep. have a goatee. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that. That is why it's so dark. Yeah, this season, I was going to mention, I don't remember this being the case with the third season necessarily but this season's like really brightly lit and i like it but it does not match the tone of the show but it, it's yeah. it's really bright and it looks yeah. everything's colorful uh i love this show is beautiful like uh i love yeah. book ship like it looks awesome from the inside everything's like all bright and blue and cool and then uh when uh michael's like taking her like little trip to navarre in the holodeck how yeah, her that personal look? holodeck that that's nice to have in in the yeah. captain's room yeah that was cool it was cool <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i keep stepping on everyone else because there's a bit of a lag i just thought uh, you so would have cool. a lot to say about navarre because i feel like I, you like I, things i don't you know mm. like it, it is going to take some getting used to because I was like, Navarre, where's that again? Oh, yeah, Vulcan. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, mm. I I feel like there's still a lot of unanswered questions about this future. Like, we still don't know what happened to the Klingons. We don't know if Kronos is even around anymore. Uh, like, yeah, I just I have a lot of questions. And it, it kind of bums me out that we don't that they don't seem to be exploring that yet. You know, because there's this, there's another crisis to deal with. You know, yep. uh, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. 
I thought it was kind of weird that, um, was there a Klingon in that represented? I don't think in so. That meeting? No, I I didn't see one. No, there there was a deformed Zubat from Pokemon though. Was that the new Ferengi? <laughs> Jesus, that thing was ugly. Yeah. I like the new Ferengi. He he looks like a troll, and that's cool. He, yes. He looks like a goblin. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I, I really do not think that the original Ferengi design, like, would fit aesthetically. Like, it would look like a clown. Eh. Yeah, you I don't know. You could probably make it work. I just did not, I just didn't expect that, but I probably should have, seeing how they re- branded and reformed the Klingons for the for this series yeah I should have been good yeah I I like the Klingons also I think Eric likes the Klingons too at least right I I do I do I like the Klingon design it's I mean it's definitely a departure I feel like they should have gone out of their way to like kind of explain how there's different uh races of Klingon you know like maybe they don't all you know what I mean I think we've had this conversation before on this podcast, probably like 10 other times, but <laughs> I, don't know. I, I disagree. I want Worf to look just like that when he shows up in Picard. I want Picard <laughs> to just be like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> well, we don't like to talk about it. Oh, wait, yeah. Tyler hasn't seen that episode yet. Has no, he, he hasn't no. seen that one yet. Oh, God, that that's on the list, though, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I keep God. hoping is... he chooses it. Yeah, that um, is that is, I think, my favorite DS9 episode. It's so uh, good. Yeah. So it it that's hard because that's one of those episodes, yes. And I can't talk about it because Tyler's here. I have yeah, no clue what's happening. We just should, we, should we make Tyler. Tyler take his headphones <laughs> off? <laughs> you guys haven't done that for a while. Oh no. Oh, he took him yeah. off. Okay, real so, quick, what were you gonna say, MC? Oh, it's all about um the Tribble episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yep. um. That that's why he hasn't chosen it yet. Yeah, he needs to see the TOS and then the DS9. That's yeah. the thing. I think if he picks either of those episodes, we need to do them back to back. I think you do like, them back to back. Yeah, I think uh, they're just I, the first one's just so silly, and then the se- the the DS9 is the, God, you know, Chef's Kiss. How they did it, it was awesome. It's so good. Like they really build off of it. That's mm-hmm. that's an awesome episode. Yeah, we'll have to bring you back for that one. <laughs> Oh it's god! Happen I'd eventually. Love to. All right. Okay. Uh, does someone? I don't have my camera. How, on, how so do you signal can... them? Oh, okay. Grab, grab <laughs> the cans, Tyler. Yeah, Ear muffs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I guess I'm editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered how that worked when when you would do that. How does Tyler know to skip? Uh, <laughs> I can see when I start talking. Mm. Ah yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should just just start going like no 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 no. So then I can't. I don't know why I would, but I make my life harder. Why would I do that? But um, yes. So back to this episode. Um, <clears throat> I swear I watched this episode, but I can't tell you anything that happened in it. Like, I can well, tell you like what three things that happened in it. I usually take extensive notes, but it was like thanksgiving so <laughs> i was too busy eating and then you forget everything after turkey yeah um well when they were in their little i don't know conference with federation and non-federation members and they were going over about how much they don't know anything about this anomaly they just know that's happening um i liked i did like that they were that they, it was going beyond the federation and that the um 
that the uh, Vulcan ambassador uh, representative was going, all right, you know, we have a we have a great science division. When you need us, we will we will help because mm. they're acknowledging, hey, this is bigger than than the Federation is bigger than just any one of us. So we got to figure this out. Yeah. I was I was, I guess, thrown by the fact that book just walks in <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, sure. I know. I mean, we yeah. know we know your planet just blown up, but you're not Federation. You're not, uh, you know, a established uh, member of of anything. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought at the end of last season he was thinking about joining Starfleet, but I guess not. But yeah, oh yeah, sure, just come on in. It's fine. And then they actually showed. <laughs> I <Friday>. think <laughs> Casual Friday at the uh, Walks at the in meeting. With the trench coat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they actually showed what happened, and I didn't realize uh, what what it was at first, but it looks like the gravity well or whatever pushed the moon of the planet into itself and mm. that's what destroyed the planet because it showed a, a, an orb going into the planet and then the pla planet pretty much exploding yeah yeah I, I i believe that's what stamets explains happens it's either stamets nuts. or tilly but yeah I, I like how he walks in and there's a record scratch and everyone's just like <laughs> and it's like it's okay go ahead and talk about it like yeah but also yeah it makes no sense for him to be there but <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. so during that moment though um we we actually have uh different factions so there's the federation there's uh the representative from navarre and i think it looked like there was some of the uh were they the uh, osiris people what are they called were they they're like not the a collective Ryan's. or something is it the ryan syndicate i thought still? they were the collective yeah, this, but that could be something maybe. else the akatsuki the collective was the borg <laughs> yeah oh, that's the yeah borg. you're right we don't know don't what know. happened to the borg <laughs> uh, well you, we humans well, there as well boimler taught the queen empathy beat her in chess and they're you know off doing their own thing yep but then he yeah. got assimilated so mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's a good point though mc uh Earth isn't part of the Federation. Still, yeah, they're, they're their yep. own thing. Yeah, yeah, they like Brexited. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then like another thing that happens is we've got Gray like picking out his new body, which they they reference Picard which was nice. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of fixed the problem of like why is anybody got to die now? They can just become a Picard robot. Um and in that scenario yeah. I'm imagining anytime someone's about to die, they put them into Picard like they like it, it's always Picard's body. It's the only one that works for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so your options are being dead or looking just like John Luke Picard when he's 100 or whatever. You know, if I'm a hundred and whatever, and I look John, look like John Luke Picard, I will be okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will own my Patrick Stewartism. I mean, you have to. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, how, how do you guys feel about this? Is at least the second time we've had a link to Picard because we had the Qual Qualot Maja, uh, whatever the the Romulan <laughs> ninja <laughs> nurses, nurses nuns. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh those romulan ninja nurses <laughs> yeah so Man, they take my blood like no one else <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm really kind of hoping 
like I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but I feel like they're kind of building to a crossover at some point. Yeah. Like I don't know if Picard and his crew are going to become time displaced mm, and end up Picard's in the, far the anomaly. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you might be on to something. <laughs> I I honestly just think it was marketing yeah. because we know Picard season 2 is coming back. Uh, I think they threw it in as just a, an Easter egg and to explain and connect the two universes. I think sure. that's really what it is. If they work Patrick Stewart in, I I would be happy. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think it's just all marketing. I, yeah. I really like how Archer gets like a space dock named after him. And then Picard uh, gets Colbert being like, uh, some admiral uh, back in the whatever <laughs> century, like I... Yeah, it's not like he did anything he hasn't you know explored galaxies done things that tyler hasn't seen yet that i can't mention but all of you out there listening know exactly what i mean when i say (laughs) that he's done things and stuff and he's proud of it yeah yeah you know exactly what i'm referencing (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm guessing he must have really pissed off some people at starfleet uh sometime you know between the end of like the TNG movies and Picard and like, they just like wrote him out of the history books. What was the quote? Pure fucking hubris. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Yeah. That woman's like, uh, control F Picard delete. <laughs> <laughs> On, I, un- I unfriend you. <laughs> the Federation unfriends you. Yes. But yeah, while we're still in that realm. So Gray's picking out, like his new body and he like changes a mole um i was wondering what would you guys change if you got to make your new body (laughs) and we'll just assume everyone has like already made like their new body with like the most massive penis that you can reasonably have like (laughs) we'll just go ahead and write that off like everyone's got huge hogs like your new body is just like yeah (laughs) Well, now we know what's causing the temporal displacement. (laughs) It's all the giant dicks from these Picard bodies. (laughs) Swinging around the universe. They're five light years in size. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's why Saru's got so much swagger. (laughs) I guess I could save some money on dental work, you know. Oh, that'd Mm. be nice. I mean, you're getting an entirely new body. You might as well have some nice teeth. Yeah. Not Newton. saying I have like terrible teeth, but you know, <laughs> brand new joints, all, all new joints, <laughs> like like uh like your teenage self joints, where it mm. doesn't hurt when you go to stand up and just move something like mm. three feet. You don't have to. You don't have to make that audible noise to get up off the couch, <laughs> which is now a seven-part yeah. move. <gasps> Yeah, relatable yeah. content. We should mm, just change I, the name of this to uh, "Too Old for This Track." Yeah, it's, yeah, it's accurate at this point. Uh, I agree with Joy. I like MC's joints. That or eyesight. <laughs> I like my eyesight to be, you know, good. Like again. a hawk. Yeah. Like a hawk. Yeah. I have terrible night vision. That's something I'm noticing. Do you open I've your also... eyes at night? Because that would help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, foreskin? No. Um, what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I have one eye that's like a little lazy. I'd be like, yeah, 
well, let's fix that. And then they'd like just instead of like making one eye less lazy, they just make both lazy. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got a matching pair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you look like a, uh, a guana. It's different different directions. <laughs> Do you think the like the the golems like still like grow like body hair? Like, can you just like? I would pick imagine. where you want the hair to be, and then you just don't have to groom yourself. Oh like, yeah, that that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like, have your beard just grow perfectly, so you don't have to. You like trim it shorter, but you don't have to like. You yeah, know, I mean, clean up your neckline or anything. Data doesn't have to get haircuts, does he? No, huh? No, he doesn't. Hmm. So yeah, probably, probably just the hair you install. You know? Yeah, it was it was all uh, synthetic and yeah. just there. Yeah, but yeah, these are different huh, than data because they age. Well, true, true. That's a good point. Huh. I guess I guess what I'm interested to see is if they physically age or if they just age and stop working. I can't remember what Soon um, said well, how they operate. It's been it's been so long. Uh, Colbert says that uh it will age like normal for better or worse. So So we'll actually physically age, yep. change, grow bigger, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all cool and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of nothing Adira and Gray at the moment. Like I, I like that they're there. I like that there's that representation. But totally, um, I think it'll be better once Gray's able to interact with literally anyone else. Because um, right now we're just kind of getting him filtered through Adira, which is meh. It's a little confusing at times. But yeah, yeah, like I forgot that no one else can see him. <laughs> yeah yeah they're both great characters but yeah I'm, I'm curious to see where that that ends up developing yeah i don't they kind of going. seem a little too teen drama ish like i hope they we see more to them obviously they're like teenagers ish so yeah yeah do you think adira is concerned about losing a part of themselves once they separate yeah, I think so. I think in this episode there was a hint at that. Like that, oh, that's wait. that's what I was picking up when they were kind of talking because yeah. before Grace showed up, Adira was Adira clearly is a very smart, capable person, mm -hmm. and Gray is as well. But also, Adira is able to utilize a lot of the feelings and thoughts and memories um, from the past hosts i i guess so i i think if i was in their position i would be concerned of what would happen what i would what i would retain and what i would lose yeah that's a good point you know especially being a human right you're not even the you're not even the right species yeah. to supposedly be able to do this but yet you're doing it yeah yeah and like that the whole season uh like the last season the whole arc for uh their character was uh, adapting to that you know and like mm -hmm. kind of getting you know to a good place with that and then all of a sudden trying to go back to normal from that that's got to be uh you know kind of daunting i would imagine i think i think it would be you know that can be good character development and would be i would find that a, a interesting story arc i don't know how they're going to have time to do that while they're saving the galaxy every damn episode but <laughs> yeah <I don't> know. <laughs> Um, so, hey, Grudge was in this episode for, like, a little bit, and we get more hey, interesting things about Grudge, yeah. Um, but yeah, 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 we'll do, look, there's a cat, I've got a cat. Hey, Zach, you got a cat, don't you? I do have a cat! What's your cat been She's up to? A... 
oh, she's a big sooty wampa. Uh, I know it's I know it's the wrong series and you know space everything, but oh, she's so she's great. She's probably thirteen now, and she's like a a floor mat. She just flops down and she just <laughs> spills out everywhere. She's a long haired black. Liquid. Oh, she is. Yep. She is the epitome of a liquid. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she's uh she doesn't have front claws. We we adopted her and they had already been pulled and so Aww. she'll she'll come over to the couch when I'm there and she can't quite jump up. So she do like the kind of <laughs> like that, which is effort. hilarious to everyone listening to this podcast, but it's really freaking funny on video. Um so that that's what she does now. She just does this little jump up and then she'll kind of sit back down on her haunches and then she'll just cry and then Aww. i pick her up and then she's happy and she's purring so that's that's my cat she's it's like half the size of a maine coon she's a big fluff ball <laughs> nice uh, two of my cats are like part maine coon but they're cool cool yeah uh so yeah grudge apparently doesn't like holograms because she can't smell them and it freaks her out but she also ate a hologram fish, so yes. Que- so- I have questions. <laughs> I have many <laughs> questions. So, have we established yet in this universe of Star Trek that they use hard light holograms? Is that a thing? Now? I think so. Yeah, because I, think I would so. assume yeah, Stamets is in this because he's like touching things. It, it, this is, and maybe my brain's just failing me. But have we known that there's hard light holograms, or was this the first? of them showing it because we've seen well, holograms before and they haven't been hard light um well, i don't know about in a TNG, discovery okay go ahead well in tng the the holodeck there that's hard light right also uh rios's True. uh holograms and picard are hard light yeah they could pick up things it's like the doctor in voyager so yeah, i'm assuming this is 800 900 years later so i'm assuming they're hard light holograms yeah <laughs> the do- i mean the doctor though you know for a while had needed that little um mobile yeah the mobile emitter, emitter. Yeah. yeah so he was able to do more than just like in a hollow deck they're hard light but they're usually within a within the the confines of the room i i guess exactly book ship could have whatever hollow he he could similar to what they did in picard then i guess it would make sense but yeah i don't i didn't i didn't put that together i i was thinking red dwarf and rimmer and then a, a hard light <laughs> that's where my brain went, went oh nice he's got his own personal rimmer uh so <laughs> that means someplace uh, someplace someplace else uh, speaking of that moment though i actually that that really resonated with me like i feel like a cat would be freaked out by that you know because like, yeah yeah I it looks it was human yeah like but like cats you know they it's not all sight like you know, sense of smell is like a big part of, uh, you know, how they uh, recognize other beings, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they had hard light holograms back in like Picard's time. Like, why why don't they have like hard smell ones now? <laughs> Man, that is one stinky hollow fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really wish Stamets would have bathed before coming aboard as a hologram. Uh, but serious question, couldn't Maybe that's why Book was mad at it. <laughs> uh, couldn't they have just had like Book fly the ship as a hologram? Oh, that's a good point. And yeah, uh, and also true. And why does Book keep bringing his cat on suicide missions? <laughs> that that was a good question I I had. That's a yeah, fantastic and ha- question. And 
if if they lost connection to well no they were still communicating with discovery so i guess that's why the i thought the tether had to like be maintained for the hollow the hologram to yeah that's so too not, and then yeah. apparently it didn't I, I guess not or, or there, it was going to help it maintain strength but after the tether untethered it didn't really ma- matter they just couldn't upload the the data that was it yeah, yeah. which doesn't really make sense because it would have been uploading and downloading data because of stamets yeah Shh. it's <laughs> too much sense yeah don't think too hard about it like, <laughs> which is not it's not something you want to hear from star trek usually it uh provokes you to actually think about it and in this case it's like no 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 just uh throw some tech- techno babble at it maybe it's just too big of a file and it would have taken That's, a long time yeah. yeah there is there is this something similar to this does come up in another series mm-hmm. with communication and transference of data over very long distances and it is limited by size and time yeah, so I, I will I will buy that. Yeah. Okay, is Data's name really so, Data? Like, or is that a nickname? Because it's kind of a dumb name. No, it's Chadwick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Data. Hmm. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> not soon was not him. not a uh, an original guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He named As one we'll of them beautiful on flowers. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so book and Stamets uh, have some beef with each other in this episode. And initially, I was a little confused, but I totally forgot what happened at the end of the last season. Book uh, got the implants too, so that he no. could. Uh, no, he didn't even need the implants. Yep. But mm-hmm. he was able to, you know, use the spore drive in Stamets's place, right? Yeah, because Stamets doesn't need the implants anymore either, because uh, Adira That's made right. him the thing that gel stuff yeah. yeah and but uh but book because of his what whatever t- uh em- empathy to empathy yeah uh, how yeah empathy however how he's able to communicate that he's just better uh, genetically built mm-hmm. to do it naturally stamets clearly can do it but book is yeah just has that uh, that natural ability yeah, book can like naturally communicate with the spores hmm that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we also we, we we get like specific talking. information about like how long ago you know season three was. It was five months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Mm. That sounds about right. <laughs> Feels a lot longer. Yeah. It's closer to well, a year. Well like in for real us. time it was a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so uh book thinks that stamets has like beef with him because like he's not special anymore which is you know reasonable but it's like more of stamets is just like hey i couldn't save my family i was powerless and that sucks it it seemed like stamets was trying to kind of reach out to him a bit but i think the way he did it maybe could have been better and uh book wasn't really in the mood to kind of you know yeah receive that (laughs) i think that that also I think that also fits Stamets character though. Yeah. Stamets Stamets is a awkward individual. He's not good at communicating one-on-one unless he's really emotionally invested and attached to you. That he's going to be an awkward person to talk to. So yeah. that that fits the writing for the character. Yeah, totally. 
so how good is Colber? <laughs> Everybody loves Colber, right? He's like my yeah. favorite character right now. You know, he actually he had some good moments in this episode. Uh, he was going around the bridge like healing people as like the crisis was happening, which is mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and he's we like see that a lot. Uh, he's just like very nice and like welcoming to everyone. Yeah. He's like he's like the nicest person in Starfleet. Yeah. He he went through kind of a dark um story arc there for a little bit, you know, after well, Yeah. In like the second season be- after he came back from the dead. Yeah, when he died. Being, being yeah. dead could do that to you. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I'm glad he's kind of back to his normal self cuz like he is a really good character. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and like, we have enough mopey characters on the bridge, so. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing those mountains do you think- really gets you <laughs> do you think having having him on the bridge now during all crisis is going to be an ongoing thing so he's there on hand to heal everybody because that that hasn't always been a thing in star trek yeah no um, ah, your, your your arm got blown off go to sick bay yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've, got, we've got another red shirt right here to hop in and fly the shit just you get yeah this it one's good like... give him your arm <laughs> i can try so much better while holding this is great <laughs> it felt like like one of those rpg games like where one of the one of the uh group is there just to heal people so he's like running back and forth with his yeah. little you know. but I don't, i'm, I'm I more was that guy <laughs> yeah i'm more interested in like he's like a i don't know like a psychologist now or something <laughs> he's like he's yeah. giving oh, yeah. everyone therapy all the time and i that's I, I think that's needed in Star Trek, especially in Discovery, because mm-hmm. everyone's being traumatized constantly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, it's so weird to think about all the stuff that they've been through mm-hmm. and, like, all the trauma that they must have from going through these incidences, especially, like, jumping 900 years into the future and leaving mm-hmm. everyone they knew behind. Yeah. Like, I mean, poor Tilly, like she was just a little ensign who like signed up to do some science. And the next thing she knows, she's in a war. And then she's like <laughs> 900 years in the future. And then she's the captain of a ship for a minute there. And then she's on a suicide mission. And yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's been like <laughs> six months. <laughs> i have no clue yeah, how I mean, much time's passed in universe uh, long enough for klingons to grow their hair so there's a lot of things that klingons have done over generations that you will learn oh yeah <laughs> it's it's, yeah. A, it's amazing um so on the last episode someone in one of our chats pointed out that the bridge kept catching on fire Ooh, that was me was that I you have- I have questions of why the bridge so- continues to emit <laughs> fireballs all the time and why there is so much debris all yeah. the time. I 100% um, understand sparks. I understand that there will be pieces of things here and there. Sure. But man, there's so much debris all the time and why fireballs? Why? I love well, exploding computers. This- like. This episode was no different either. It, there was more fireballs. And, well, that's the and thing. Like, around. it didn't bother me last episode, but after Zach mentioned it, watching this one, I couldn't look away. I was oh, like, "What I... does that module do? Is that the module that's just a flamethrower? Like, like, because it's always the same part of the ship that's like blowing it, it out right, 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 right
on the beat. Oh, yeah, I, the only heavy. thing I can think of is it's some sort of release. But <laughs> man, that's going to be dangerous on the bridge. All right, we've got to build up a gas. Let's get it out. Uh oh, there, there goes Tilly's hair. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Now, like, part of me appreciates those like practical effects on the on the bridge set. That's kind of cool. But save it for when it really matters. Like. It didn't seem like this. I don't know. Like, how is the ship falling apart that much all the time? This is supposed to be <laughs> 900 years more advanced than the, you know, the ships we're used to seeing. So it should uh, be more durable, right? They, they've also got that weird matter stuff as well that they keep bringing up in every episode. The programmable matter? Yeah. 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 So it's like, do you think the ships are more unstable because of that? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, as far yeah, as like, like the flamethrower, I, I assume it's just like the computers <laughs> are like they're processing so much information and producing like a lot of heat, <laughs> and that like I don't, they're, you, you, you know, it's like, the exhaust it's vent still the computer. A yeah. horrible, yeah, yeah. a yeah. horrible design. All right, here's the computer on the bridge. Let's vent it back to the bridge instead of out in space. Where, where it's a vacuum and it yeah. will well, okay they also use it to heat away. the ship like it's it gets it's cold in That's... space man god yes during Fair the enough. heat of battle i need to keep my bridge nice and toasty warm <laughs> pants are optional on this bridge boys oh, <laughs> but yeah i can't not see that now so like i wonder if this is just Sorry. gonna be a thing from now on you know every episode that flame there zach ruined just... star trek for you like you just can't watch it like <laughs> Uh, well, they still don't uh, have seatbelts. Which they, well, no. I can't talk about that. Oh, well, I can't, yeah. Can't I, talk about that yet. Someday. I mean, like, one day. if they had seatbelts on the bridge, sure, that's one thing. But, like, there's people just, like, trying to use the bathroom, like, eat lunch, like, <laughs> while this is happening. Like, Look, if they're, they, if they're not paying attention to when the captain flicks the switch and says, return to your seat, that's their own damn fault. <laughs> they got it in airplanes. You know the Discovery's got it. Well, they're, like, black alert, and they, she gives you, like, two seconds to, like, sit down or whatever you're supposed to do during a black alert. Like, what are oh, you man, supposed to do? Eric, you take lots of shit before you um, record this podcast. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think happens during a black alert when you're on the toilet? Oh man, oh, it just goes everywhere. <laughs> so the ship flips like twenty times. <laughs> That's a great image. Well, I, is- I guess I assumed that it, maybe it's like on the ISS where like there's like a suction thing that you know <laughs> like just in case the gravity fails which it does in this episode yeah oh god the guy on the guy on the toilet bin yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing us down this dark path it's been a fun time on this episode black alert My bad. is purely just to let people to know like hey wrap it up you're on the toilet like if you, you might have to skip wiping like I don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> We're 900 years in the future. Wiping should already be taken care of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have bidets nowadays. Oh, man. Um, n- now you just have me imagining all the different situations that some people would be in. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like, what if someone's taking a bath? Right. Oh, now I'm just there, thinking of all the different situations, like, if you're on the toilet, that can happen while on a starship. Because, like, all the times, so, you know, like, when the computers are blowing people, like, 
six feet backwards. Wait, computers blowing are blowing people? people? Yeah. <laughs> We're back on the holodeck? That's what Riker's been uh, doing. You're in Riker's program, aren't Zora's you? Zora's <laughs> into some naughty stuff. Um, so, so, Tyler, mm-hmm. there's an episode. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there is an episode of Enterprise that I think you'll really appreciate after this conversation. <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. Zach's trying to figure out what I'm talking about. I, I'm thinking about... Does, does the Enterprise mention, I think it's called a Blumpkin? What? I don't think Enterprise <laughs> was... I know, I know what a Blumpkin is, and I don't think they were talking about that. Uh, so Enterprise is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the horniest Star Trek? Uh, it's definitely... It's in the running, I'd say. Okay. Uh, we're talk- I'll say it was. I'll say it's hornier, or possibly the horniest, also because of just when it was made mm-hmm. and what was acceptable on TV, and That's what true. was going to be attracting viewers. Mm-hmm. All all of the season, every iteration of Star Trek has its version of horny. Mm-hmm. Enterprise probably has the most because of when it was produced. Yeah, I remember at the time they were kind of trying to just make it a little edgy, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and it's kind of tame, <laughs> you know, today looking back, now. like compared to yep. yeah, some of the stuff. But yeah, Ooh. they were trying to push the envelope. Hmm. You know, there are a couple episodes that we'll get to. They're definitely on the slit on the list uh, that are they're pretty damn horny. Huh. Uh, so Eric, uh, a bumpkin is when the computer blows you on the toilet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought I had heard that before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so hey, do you know who Bryce is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They said his name in this episode. Oh, he does a thing. I don't remember why. It had something to do with science. Yeah. Bryce saves the day. Like, He's the one who like came up with whatever needed to be oh, done with um, the surfing analogy. In, yeah. He was big into extreme sports. Yeah. That's right. I Wind actually kind of like that. Yeah. Yep. And so that means the other guy's name is Reese. I have no idea who Reese is, but I was pretty sure that was Bryce. Like I, I, I was right about that. I knew that was Bryce. Yeah, I didn't. Like I, I know who Bryce and Reese are, but I don't know which one's which. And now I know which one's Bryce. For now, I will forget again, unless like he does something well, again. Well, I, I had figured it out last season, and then when yeah, you too. were asking, I started second questioning myself. I was like, "Is that really Bryce?" No, he's he's the All right. gentleman with the goatee. Yeah, remember, Bryce is B for beard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Bryce has the beard. Yeah. Yeah. And Reese is always smiling, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Reese for... Yeah. Yeah. Smiling. smiling. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out where's Eric going with this. Reese. Reese. Hmm. Uh, while we're on the bridge crew, though, real quick, um, did you notice Arium's actress? Yeah, she, she's been yeah, here. Yeah, she's she's been there for a while. Yeah. I was she was one of my favorite characters from the first season, mm-hmm. and I was sad when she they they got rid of her character. It's so funny to me though they got rid of her character, but they retained the actress. So that was well, it was cool. a different actress at that point. Oh, I believe if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, That's right? They did change this in is season the, two, didn't they? Yeah, this is the original actress oh. who they brought back under a different 
character and the other actress who is portraying that character uh still i like the character but she she yeah. was you know she's gone I, uh, oh, it's a i i thought it was there was a different person the first season and then second season was this woman is that not the case i have no idea there's been two actresses <laughs> that have played her and i thought the first i'll go look it up but i thought the the one from the actress from season one was was now i forget her the character on the bridge that i that my mind can't think of yeah i'll go look it up where's I'll, my google <laughs> use Bing. Google that shit <laughs> Bing. uh so Bing, Bing. I, I feel like so I, i've been trying to figure this out i don't know if we even talked about this last season but it, do you think it was a makeup thing or like a budget thing like did she not want to do all the makeup or For getting rid of just like I think they yeah. just wanted to kill her because um, for dramatic effect. Yeah, it, it worked well with the plot. Like, I mean, yeah. she's like got all these implants, and um, they got like this Skynet thing. So, yeah, yeah. I got it. Sarah Mitik, uh, she was the actress who played the role of Arium in the first season, and now is Lieutenant Nilsson on the second and third season. Oh, weird! And fourth now. So, oh, so yeah, yeah it was true. it was the first the first season actress uh, was the one that they brought back. Cool. That's so weird. I I assumed I I don't know why I just assumed that it was the one that was in the second season because weird. Uh, so what else happened in this episode? I just remember a bunch of exposition that didn't really matter. Um, so there was a couple of just like lines that I found interesting. There was uh, uh, Stamets reference. He says like, just blow me out of an airlock to um, Michael. And I think, do you remember uh, that that one episode that was like very diehard-esque in season three when she was in like the Jeffrey's tubes? She almost yeah. got blown out of an airlock. And I think that was a reference to that because she was like, or he was like, too soon? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a thing. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I think it was. Um, then there was what's going on with Tilly. Um, so what do you think Tilly's deal this season exactly? Like, uh, I don't mean to refer to her possible mental illness as a deal, but, you know, yeah. like, what, what's going on with her? Um She's not her happy-go-lucky self. I'm kind of worried. I hope she's okay. Yeah, and I, I'm curious to see what what it, it is because there's been lots of trauma, obviously, since she's it went could on be to so the many discovery. Things so at this point. And, yeah, yeah, uh, and she's feeling very anxious. It seems uh, you can tell it with her interaction with Saru, and then her actually asking Culver for help. Yeah, and in the uh, previous previously on, they made a point to like highlight that um, uh, the guy that died uh, on the space station. You know the guy that died. Yeah. Um, he yeah, the guy said, I thought was a Packlid. <laughs> yeah, he does look like a Packlid. I agree. <sighs> not, Thank you. Not a Packlid <laughs> from the live action Star Trek, but more like the Packlid <laughs> from uh, Lower Decks. Definitely. Um, yeah, he he definitely has that Packlid look. But they made it a point for Tilly to ask him like, "How long has it been since you've been home?" And he was like, "Too long." And she's like, "Huh." So I'm like, "Is she homesick?" And what does that okay. even mean? Yeah, does she miss uh, Earth or does you... she miss the twenty third century? Twenty third century. Yeah. yeah. Does she miss the Academy? Because we've seen her be nostalgic for the Academy, and the Academy's back after 125 years. Is Tilly gonna go be a teacher? 
Oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> and her own spinoff. Do you think this is a backdoor pilot yes. for her? <laughs> I, I think I think Tilly's getting a spinoff where she's like a professor at the academy. Saru's getting a spinoff where he's the captain of some other ship, probably the Voyager J and R K. And <laughs> Bryce is getting a spinoff where he's surfing. Yep. And then um, who else is getting a spinoff? Zach, who, who's getting a spinoff? Is it the triple of everybody? Oh God. I would I, I I still think Grudge should Oh for sure. Yeah. Grudge should get at least an animated series because it'll be easier. I liked the take of I think it would be fun to see like at least some shorts of Grudge's perspective of past things that we have seen, new things and oh, past things. That'd be awesome. I think that would be fun to see oh, this is the thing. Oh, right here. Oh, here. this is what Grudge saw. Oh, I think that'd be fun. Um, every time like Book secures her, she just goes on an adventure. Yes, and he has no idea what she does. She gets out, she goes, she, she saves a different part of the universe and then comes back. Yeah, she like beams out. It's she like, has her own little pod or something. Exactly. She goes on so many different adventures. It's just like Shatner's toupee when he would go to bed. <laughs> it takes off, it does its own thing, and uh, then it comes back. That's great. Deep cuts. Mm. <laughs> also, real quick, uh, I found out details because I like I like Googling that shit. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Matic, Matic, uh, who was originally Arium, she was allergic to the makeup. So oh, that's why she stopped dang. playing the character. That's why she was recast. That's a good reason. Um, as to why they got rid of Arium, I'm not sure, but they want they they liked Sarah and they wanted to bring her back. Mm. Uh, so that's why they they recast her, and she's not wearing any makeup anymore. Cool. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> Usually, I would have some notes that I would refer to right now, but <laughs> I'm out of notes. Like I, I've yeah. talked about all the things. Um, what, what else happened? I know. I know. There I, was we kind didn't of a really talk the about like, the meat of the episode where books the like, actual anomaly. Yeah, books like I'm in space, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, you you are in space." That that's the episode. <laughs> so, so the the anomaly. They don't know what it is, and it's not it's anything anomalous. that they expected. It, it's yes, it's, they thought it. Might be like binary black holes rotating and causing yeah, some weird effect. Uh, binary rogue black holes. Yeah. yeah because, uh, they, so binary black holes can be stationary, but they've also mm-hmm. proved that black holes can roam, and they call them rogue black holes, which yeah. is just really terrifying. Is, is anything, it is a terrifying idea. It's real. Just even more terrifying. <laughs> is anything really stationary in space? Not uh, really. No. Um, but the big reveal at the end of this episode was that they can't predict where it's going. Yeah, everything yeah. that they just uh, risked books, books life for is useless. <laughs> and grudges life. Yeah, but since well, it turned, do you think that's a sign that it's sentient and it's like... Also, I have is controlling it. Yes. Yeah. I had I had two thoughts. Was one, mm-hmm. you, they are correct is that they can't they can't predict it. But even though yes, everything they just grabbed is useless, mm-hmm. they did learn that it can't be predicted. <laughs> with which is learning something. Mm, Even yeah. though you're not learning anything, it's it's no longer it's not a hundred percent predictable. So we gotta evacuate we have the whole something. galaxy. 
everything. <laughs> Get yeah. the hell out. Go someplace else. Go to another TV show. Go to Babylon 5. <laughs> You'll be safer there. And I, w- with what M- MC and you, Tyler, were getting at, is there something controlling it or it's sentient in some point? That was my thought. The fact that it altered when Discovery showed up. Discovery isn't big enough mm-hmm. to disperse this anomaly and send it someplace else. It yeah, reacted. It reacted to them showing up. We don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if it's Michael's fault again. It's always Michael's fault. <laughs> Everything is Michael's fault. It all comes back to Michael. How could this be Michael's fault? Let's think about this. Well, her hair is growing longer. It takes up more mass. It's going to have its own gravitational pull. It's just a matter of time. It's yeah. time traveling, Michael. But yeah. There's also there's like a year of her life that we don't know what happened. So mm. how do we know she didn't piss off some kind of like space god? True. Could be Q. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Could no, be Viger. I I I had um a very terrible thought uh while uh while discussing that, and uh, I'm just gonna sum it up with one little thing. Star Trek six mm. or five. five, five or six. Oh, you're talking about five. What Maybe does five. God need with a starship? <laughs> <laughs> MC, I was going there. You said it first, yeah. but that's right where I was going to. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. I, I thought about it about three <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, oh, uh, that's why you saw. Well, I just face palmed. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I would respect that decision if they decided to tie it in with that. I, I'd be like, okay. Oh, but uh, honestly, at the end when they were zooming out to show the the scale. astronomical sc- yeah, scale, the size of this thing, it's stupid big. <laughs> and it's like, um, how did they didn't, how did they not notice it before? Well, I I don't know. Well, they I guess when they when first showed up, they. It. Yeah, when they got that close and then they had to do a, a different, what, spectral scan or something mm-hmm. to actually see it. Um, I think that's how we were seeing it. Yeah. And as it was going away, like, ha- for some reason, I expected it to blink at me because it looked like a giant eyeball. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I, I kind of thought that was going to happen, too. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody's going to uh. get this reference, but in uh, Dragon Ball Super, there's, like, <laughs> a massively insane dragon that's like the size of like uh, galaxies universes i don't Mm -hmm. know that's what it made me think of hey that's what that's what the tournament's all about yep yep (laughs) cool eric's the only one for that dbz (laughs) yeah one of these days (laughs) so eric there's these balls and they have to find all the balls and then when they Mm. find all the balls they can make a wish but they can't make a wish for more balls do you have to like rub the balls how does that work Uh, well Everyone has their own approach, Eric. There might be a planet. <laughs> there might be a set of balls that you do have to rub because each set of balls has its own rules. Hmm. Is like David Bowie's balls, where you like have to rotate them between your fingers, or? Well, they they also come in different sizes, <laughs> yeah. depending on some of the size whose of planets they are. Yeah, there's some that really big balls. Um, Wait, really? They yeah. are massive big balls. I'm not just talking about that ACDC song either. <laughs> oh no. Uh, but yes, I think that's the episode. I don't know what else happened. Uh, I had one more thing. Big to balls. Say, Star Trek Discovery. But sure. We could just end it on balls. That's fine. Um, no. No. <laughs> no um, don't end it on balls. Yeah. So, like, do you guys think that book's gonna like 
recover and be like the same character he was because he was like the roguish han solo fun guy and then his entire everything exploded and like now i just like i can't see him bouncing back and being an enjoyable character like he's got this like dark thing that's just it sucks (laughs) i don't know like i mean in the kelvin verse spock also kind of went through something similar and he was he was okay by the end of that movie so Yeah, everything will be fine by the end of the season. And then next season, the people lose their planet sometimes. It just, it's a thing that happens. It is a thing that happens. Um, It sucks. What I I think what they're going to do, Tyler, is they're going to take Book's character and they're going to have him struggle for a while, similar like what what they did with a few of the. characters over the past few seasons i forgot what's the uh what's the pilot's Kayla. name i can't think of her name yeah um Detmer? remember when she was all of a sudden having all like self-doubt in her abilities mm-hmm. and being unable to pilot the ship well that lasted for more than one episode that went for like half a yeah. season where she was unsure of how she was going to continue and i know i was i was worried that they were going to make her character not be able to do the job anymore and go really yeah. this you're gonna get rid of the character. I love her. Yeah, she's a good character. I, I don't think we've seen enough of her. I, I I think that was different because like not. I mean, I guess everyone she does know is dead because they're in the future. But like, they didn't die like a horrifically tragic death like right next to them. You know, like I don't. Book's yeah. entire planet blew up. That he just got back last season. Like he just got his brother back, and then they killed like his nephew he didn't know existed along with every other person. Yeah, I think you guys touched on it. That didn't necessarily feel earned for for that. Yeah, um, I wish we got a but... couple of happy episodes of just them doing some missions, and then the anomaly happens. And yeah, I think he'll recover, and I I think he'll get back to more of the character he was. Whether they'll bring him back to full circle, I don't know. But I don't, I don't. It's not going to be a good season or series to keep keep him where he is and take him down a completely different path he'll i think he'll regain some of his former self yeah i have a feeling that he's going to have to face down this dark path that and emerge at the other side this a very similar character with just a hint of that darkness or like Mm -hmm. he, he might be a bit more angry or something Oh, uh, another thing I saw uh, online was uh, people saying, "Hey, doesn't uh, Starfleet need all of these like people from Quajon to pilot their new spore drive things?" Oh crap! Uh, they can just do the gene therapy as well, I guess. I guess. Oh. But yeah, I didn't even they just had a planet that, full of people that can talk to spores. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, well, if... not full of people. I mean, there's. I mean, not everyone can talk to spores there, but there's more than elsewhere, probably. But that leads credence to the fact that maybe it's sentient and it doesn't like the spores, or it does like the spores and it wants them to be to stop being hurt. Do you think Troy can talk to the spores? Deanna Troy, not Troy from the I think podcast. Troy with a Y can. Well, I don't know about Troy with an I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured that's why Troy isn't here. 
he's the anomaly. He's off. He's he's. Well, I, I was going to say he's off sporing about, but hey, sure, he could be <laughs> <Sporing> anomaly. <about. laughs> Where's Troy? Anomaly. He's he's off being such a spore. <laughs> what if? What if the anomaly was caused by that new star drive they were talking about? No, oh, yeah, the the alternate to the spore drive. Yeah, because they said they were testing something. What if the Federation caused this? Again? Just like the burn... Oh, damn, that would suck. <laughs> it's just the same storyline again. <laughs> yeah. pretty, mu pretty much everyone would go, why is there a Federation? There's no... All yeah, you do is disband stuff. <laughs> you destroyed half the galaxy this I'm time. just imagining so that no. like, all they keep of the Federation is just anytime someone gets like warp capable, they just go and destroy it. They just like hit it with like a sledgehammer. They're like, no. <laughs> Nothing good can come from this. You stop that. Yeah. Where did you get that in your own damn no. galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> they bap him on the head with a newspaper. It's rolled up. First contact with the newspaper. Bonk. <laughs> uh, oh man, just wait till you see the movie. That's really accurate. <laughs> uh so yeah, you you guys got anything else? I, th I think that's it for me. That's all. I'm waiting for Eric. I don't know if he has anything. Does, I think Eric has something to say. He looks like it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I don't got anything. Okay. I didn't have anything to begin with. <laughs> I admitted that right away. <laughs> I, I've been shopping. Oh, I have one more thing. I'm just winging it. Uh, that one scene where Michael gets a private channel with Book, that was really good. I liked it. I hate what they did with was... Book. They like, they like made him tragic and stuff, but I like the characters and how they interact with each other. Yeah. I still like them as a couple. I, yeah. I think yeah good stuff i know people are like hey they, they these people can't write but they can write characters really good they just can't write plots like <laughs> it may become better in the future we'll have to wait We've yeah been waiting. this is a very bingeable show <laughs> it is it is it's very good i so. i like it. i'm excited to see where it goes yeah i still like it give me a bottle episode though that's all i want same let Grudge fly the ship. I don't mean the little ship. Like, let Grudge be the captain of the Discovery. Gr Grudge, Grudge is actually the autopilot. With the triple as the, as the first, first officer. I'm in. That's the show I want. Uh, that's the show we need. Uh, Bryce is still show there. Deserve. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce is the only other human on board. Yep. Or the only... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm too tired. I'm too tired for this trick. All right. I do. I do have one final note, actually. Okay. Um, so with the last episode, I know we had some um, maybe not complaints, but thoughts on uh, Burnham's behavior, uh, her, her being the captain and that crisis and the way she handled things. I feel like this episode. Um, she had Saru. And I think that led her to make the right decision, you know? Yeah, and I think her having Colber up there was a good call, too, because yeah. he can help, like, you know, mellow her out, help her stay calm, and yeah. I think she's got a good support team. Do you think they're kind of building it to where Saru and Colber 
are going to be kind of like her Spock and Bones, kind of to balance her out. Yes. Because Ceruzo is the cautious one, right? Mm-hmm. And Colbert's a little bit more positive. I'm trying to figure out who's optimistic. who. optimistic. Is, what? Is Spock optimistic? Well, no, I'm not saying it's the same exact <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who <laughs> With fixes. Kirk, it's, it's logic and... Uh, What's bones? Racism? But you know what I mean? Uh, logic like, and like, emotion. Uh, is yeah, what, exactly. Logic there. and emotion. Um, in this case, it's a little bit more of a complex dynamic, maybe. But, you know, they're very different characters. So maybe. I guess it is logic I... and emotion again. Because, like, I think Saru's the more logical. And then Colbert's, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot of feels. Yeah, I bet Colbert can talk to spores. He was a spore. Has anybody tried <laughs> oh, that? <shit. laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, Discovery is weird when you really think about it. There's some <laughs> weird shit that happens on the ship. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so yeah, if uh, no one else has any other thoughts, uh, Zach, where can people find you? You can typically find me guesting on the Neatcast, where we're talking pop culture and sports and spooky stuff, or occasionally with F and Cultured, where it's also pop culture and horrible stories about whatever's going on in the world, but we try to put a nice spin on it. But you'll mostly find me doing Eric's bidding <laughs> with podcasters <laughs> assembled and disassembled, whatever whatever daddy says I do. <laughs> Well, we really appreciate you coming on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, this was the second show of the We Can Make This Work Probably network that I found. And it is nice. one of my favorites. Aww. It's all Tyler's fault. Tyler and Bill with the coordinate. <laughs> and from there, it has expanded. So I was thrilled when you guys asked me to join. So if you tolerate me this time, I would love to come back. Yeah, so we'll thank definitely you have you for the invite. Back. I had a blast. Yeah, you're a good substitute, Troy. I am. I am no Troy. <laughs> I don't. I, no one can say, be Troy. Troy is a treasure. Did you say horny once this episode? <laughs> I, I think you did. I did. Yeah. I think we all I did. did. Yeah. I was channeling my inner Troy. Wait, that sounds weird. Never mind. <laughs> Troy with an I or a Y. Hmm. Oh. Um. But yeah. So you can you can find us like on the internet, but uh, mainly you should join our Discord. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you should join our discord we currently we have one person in our spoiler chat that's not us and it's not even zach zach's not even there in our spoiler chat for discovery <laughs> oh, i'm not. not i need to get no, in there it's just yeah. doug oh, <laughs> oh doug yeah. that's right doug doug just submitted for podcasters assembled right? yeah yeah he had a good entry yes I, we heard him during the uh the ghostbuster game he did great yeah i like him he's yeah. fun doug is fun I'm leaving that long pause. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a few of them this night. I, yeah, they're yeah. probably all staying in because I don't have time to edit. But um, but yeah, so join our <laughs> Discord. I think that's really all I want you to do. Uh, we'll have, um, there's no not a Patreon. second episode. The Patreon's not a thing yet, Eric. Patreon. Stop talk, Stop oh, plugging shit. the Patreon that we haven't set up. I keep forgetting up. that these Discovery episodes are actually coming out, whereas like the ones we recorded months ago. They are coming out. Won't be out. <laughs> i guess they are every week starting to catch up every other week god um yeah that's what i was gonna say there's not a second episode this week but 
the week the, the Thursday after this Thursday, uh, whatever day that is, I don't know. Uh, we, we'll have our uh, <laughs> threshold episode, Star Trek Voyager oh, threshold. Oh shit! I forgot about that one. Yeah, the one where Tom Paris goes too damn fast. <laughs> <laughs> he breaks the salamander uh, the barrier barrier yeah <laughs> oh god that one yeah, yeah that yeah. one oh that one yeah. you, you can thank oh, doug for boy. us watching that episode actually yeah <laughs> well you know what i didn't have to watch it so thank you doug <laughs> yeah oh. but anyways uh where eric where are we beaming to uh I thought we were staring into a unknown anomaly. Yeah. I guess we're beaming away from that. Well, I don't think it matters where we beam is. at this point. Like the anomaly Another everywhere. It, it, it is. The multiverse. Everything's the anomaly. The anomaly is the Borg. They're just, they're trying to take everything. The anomaly is love. The anomaly is life. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll just beam straight into the anomaly, I guess. There's no way right. around it. It's a hell of, <laughs> hell of a trip. <laughs> uh, for to beam out. Make sure to flush the toilet first. <laughs> Boop. This is Troidal Power, host of the Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And I'm inviting you to listen to Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. You can find it and a lot of other weird shows at probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.